What's up? Welcome to our podcast. Exactly. It's your girl Mimi. It's your girl Nunu. And we are the host of Exactly. Exactly. So let's get straight to it. Let's talk about single mother struggles. Um, Nunu showed me an article where we're talking about Ohio mom um, who left her kids in a motel room and um, she was arrested for this. But she left her kids because she had nobody to watch them and she was at work. Now she has gotten so much of positive on top of the negative but she has raised over a hundred thousand dollars in donations to buy a home seeming that she was just deemed homeless so the single mother struggles how do you feel about that would you have left your children in a hotel room alone so you could go to work if you didn't have anybody to keep them what are your thoughts on that what what would you have done i think it's hard i don't think i would have left my kids in a hotel personally um but I don't knock the fact that she did. I don't look down on her. I don't say she was wrong for that. But some people have nobody. And it really does take a village with kids. And so what's she supposed to do? Yes. To pay for the hotel, she got to go to work. <laughs> right. But we're talking about a nine-year-old, a three-year-old, and a one-year-old in a hotel room. Understanding that you didn't have anybody to keep them like, but... I don't know where these children's fathers, where their families, you know, I, in some instances, I believe that just playing the devil's advocate, I believe there was some other type of outlet. Now you can't really trust situations because now people are doing stupid stuff right. just to gain money. Right. So who's to say that this was not a ploy to get money, even going to the point of being arrested, you know, yeah. to be sincere, to make it look I don't Sincere. nobody do nothing that crazy because, golly. I mean, that's, they gave her donations for the house, but she's still going to leave their ass home by herself. You still need a, like it's a goes. nanny is the problem. Yeah, uh, daycare, nanny, whatever is the problem. It's kind of like. Yeah, I mean, but, I agree. Like, but it's they still going to be at the house that you that you guys done bought for them. They still right. going to be at the house by themselves. Right. Like, so right. w- what is the change Or here? she could be smart getting an apartment and pay her rent up. Now my bills are paid. <laughs> they still gonna be. You don't need to go to work because your bills are paid. Up. Okay. You if she went the that. smart route, but I don't know. But what sucks is the fact that we're only looking at the mother as if she made this child by her fucking self. <laughs> that's right. what aggravates me. And that's what. And this is this is where my thought process about where these not not just even the fathers is like fathers have family too. Oh yeah. We, you know. So where where are they? You right. know. Sometimes. It's not the family's obligation to take up the slack, but golly, you don't help take up the slack. Right. Nowhere right. in that situation, like right. an aunt, an uncle, a cousin, Somebody. you know, Somebody, yeah. anybody, you yeah. know, I guess it's, I don't know. I, I have to not, I can't just see it that way because I know I step in heavy right. for my son and right. his boys. Mm-hmm. And I can't expect everybody to be that way. But at the same time, like golly, they, they didn't have anybody to... Right. Watch these children while right. you went to work. What are you doing? Are you being vindictive and this happened? Were you being right. malicious? Are you allowing these other side of these people, you know, families to be a part of these children's lives? You know, what are you doing? You know, it, it kind of, I'm not knocking her, but at the same time, what's the problem? 
Like, yeah. they children. They innocent. And we all know that the, the, the less that you have, but the more kids you have, the more that states are willing to do for you. You right. know what I'm saying? If you're homeless living in a hotel... I don't know, you know what I'm saying? I know in Florida, you could have had all kind of vouchers for daycare and, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And it just don't seem right that, you know, you're in a predicament where you don't have anything and you you, you don't even have help from the state. Like, no, they, they, they supply that. You know what I'm saying? But not even that. You know, you know hours. It, Yeah, but see, and then too, looking at, looking at this, and I know they probably looked at it as, what you know i know they probably looked at it as how many times have you left these children alone because guaranteed that nine-year-old knows how to take care her three-year-old sibling and her one-year-old sibling like guaranteed she she know what to do right you know and it's you know i have family um that's like not necessarily leave the kids home but you home and your oldest child doing everything for your children yeah like you know, where's the res- responsibility? Like, you got to be responsible on every level. Yeah. Understanding that you went to work and you had to do what you had to do. But I have read articles where the mama took the kids with her and left the kids in the car. Which is worse to me. I so, you know, my thing is at least they with you. They're not, though. <laughs> you know, I at, at, least, least- at least you go out to your car and kind of keep a eye on your own. But, I mean... I don't know. I think you have a more, a more possible, a more possible chance of being able to check on your children more if you had a piece of place. So it ain't that much distance between you and that piece of place, most likely. But you know, I'm not talking about if you worked in a mall or something of that nature. But you work at a pizza joint. Yeah. You could have took them and left them in the car, but maybe you didn't have a car. I don't know. I don't know, but I don't want to. I kind of want to find a daddy. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I don't want her to be judged and trying to figure out what she and why she got going on because but at the same time like I said we gotta look at it as we gotta look at it on both ends who's to say she hasn't been malicious they would have came out and said it already and nobody has said that mm-hmm. they would have already done said something as oh she had my help or the father tried or the grandmother on the father's side tried nobody has said anything right nobody has said anything because right now focus is on her they don't care what the no people do not care about that especially especially with fame they gonna come out and speak they want a piece of the fame too right no um, I, I tried to call her see, she was thing. being a bitter baby mama but would it be on news coverage though this was on news yeah, coverage and i that's believe it was also more so on, on news coverage room on instagram social oh wow media. yeah so you know definitely with coverage out. i would think that it pretty much got coverage because it started out negative and turned positive yeah it wouldn't have been a positive thing then negative and you know coverage or positive positive it started out as something negative yeah and it turned into something but immediate, immediately people understood her struggle though like that's where the money came from right they were saying like my mama had to do that when i was 10 yeah like with nobody and this is people that's 32 years old now which means that this is a pattern which means that yeah, it it's says that a GoFundMe <laughs> was set up for her and her children with a goal of five thousand. By Friday, it had gone up to one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, my thought process is: Are you going to do what you're supposed to do? With exactly. This money? 
Are you gonna <laughs> are you gonna do what you're supposed to do with this money? These people have given you your hard earned money. Exactly. Their hard earned money. Are you gonna do Who's what know you what she's done to get herself in the predicament she's in? Was it bad think, financial choices? Was it do the right thing? She got to. She went to jail. She better do the right thing. She don't have to because there's people that stupid, though. But I think she is. I, I think her attentions was so... I love your optimism. I just love her. I just love... I, I just love women, like, in the sense of mothering, and I really have a soft spot for that. Like, I don't think she was doing anything intentionally wrong. soft spot. I, I done been burned by so many mothers single moms i'm like that all burned. around like when i say people are like that around me like i could be i'll leave my purse around anybody and they'll be like girl get your stuff and yeah. i'll be like what for what is wrong with you like yeah. just leave and they'll be like girl people still people do this and i'm like not in this part of my world like, yeah. i don't know what kind of world i live in but it's stuff like that and i'm i'm a person that the worst can happen see not me so i and, and it, it doesn't make I'm me live in fear doesn't make me live in fear, but it makes me live very, very cautious. cautious. Very yeah. cautious. Um, today, for example, uh, we, I was sitting outside with a customer while my husband was working. And a car pulled up in front of the house. And then the car backed up to the opening to where um, the opening in our fence. And it just stayed there. Mm-hmm. I started calling my husband. All right. And next thing I know, the car moved up slowly again. And by this time, I had scared the customer, too, because I want to know what's going on. You know, whatever. And I'm calling. I'm calling my husband, calling him, calling him. And he's like, well, what's wrong? Because by this time, the car car has passed by. And he's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? And I'm like, I don't know. That car was, you know, my thought process was anything could have just happened. And Mm -hmm. I don't know why this car stopped or whatever, but... You know, I'm just like that. Like, I, I've i been burnt by so many. Um, <laughs> I have been burnt by so many single moms. Whatever. Like, I'm just like, Ugh, I don't know. And then, like I said, social media don't make it any better. Yeah, social media. So yeah, it doesn't make it any better. Because, I, like I said, my thought process still is, I hope she do. Next year, I think her intentions was really. Good. I, you know, next year, hey, but then too, we can't blame her for people giving donations. People did that out of kindness of their heart. Yeah. So if she blows it, she blows it. You decided, right? To give it was free will for you to give right. that. So right. you know, even if a year from now, I just she feel like still... it's so hard for single moms. Are you a single mother? No. At least you use a single mother. Yes. Do you have struggles? Um, no. And I didn't I, I didn't have start having struggles until my son became a teen and it wasn't struggles of finances or anything of that nature. It was just a struggle of transitioning him transitioning to being a young man. I mean I had and, that that was a that was a big part of the struggle, but as far as having to leave him because I had to go to work or something of that nature, no, I didn't I didn't have those issues because I had a big support system. Right, and that's what I was about yeah. to say. My saying no to being a single mother is because all my kids' families stand behind them. Right. If their daddy don't, their grandmamas do. And see, in this situation, and his father family did when they felt like it. My family was totally... All in. Yeah. Yeah. Totally different. So I have 
all my kids, fathers, parents, go all in for my kids. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I literally work on nine to five and I go to class for four hours after that nine to five. So my day starts at six and ends at 11 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And I have no worries. Godparents, grandmothers, they all be right there. Um, right there. But have I been a single parent with one child when I only had my son? Yes. Have I been a single parent when I've had two kids? Yes. And I just have a soft spot for single mama. <laughs> and I just be, she can do no wrong. Because <laughs> right. Because she, she trying. She's trying, yeah. You know, I, I get that. And then, like I said, sometimes when it comes down to single moms, I still have this, that other side of me that's like, are you a single mom because you want to be a single mom? Yes. Or are you a single mom because you have to be? There's right. a difference. There's, There's a, a major difference. It's a difference. difference. Are you, did you put that on yourself? Right. Or you just really, really in this situation? Mm-hmm. And that's what my fence is with this story. Like, did you put yourself in this situation? I don't think you put yourself So, in this you know, I, <laughs> sometimes when it's, when you're when you're vindictive and you're malicious, shit happens. Like it's that's just that's just that's just being honest. Things yeah. things happen. And mm-hmm. Exactly. It'll come out. Done, <laughs> I always say my favorite saying is what's done in the dark while was coming light. Right. And if her intentions was bad and if she went into this knowing whatever, whatever, it's gonna come to light and God gonna handle her. I believe that. But I really wholeheartedly feel like she was doing the right thing and she really didn't have the support system she needed so shout out to her right because she says that she (laughs) was embarrassed by the situation but she wasn't angry so that says a lot yeah because she didn't get mad because she was arrested she was embarrassed right you know her feelings was hurt right so that does that says a lot about her so do you feel like some people put themselves in that situation from the jump or from afterwards being vindictious, like you're saying. Or did you know that this nigga wasn't finna do nothing beforehand and you still decided to have a child? Oh, I hate, I hate that. You know what I'm saying? And I hate that saying that people be like, you know what kind of nigga, you know what kind of nigga he was or baby daddy, that is not true. When I tell you people can put on a mask, when I tell you what I tell you, <laughs> they can wear it good. They can wear it. I'm talking about perfect. I believe Satan was the angel at one point, wasn't he? Yes. Okay. I mean, they put it real good, make it real good. And I, I agree. I totally agree that sometimes people, people can evolve positively and people can evolve negatively. So I believe that yes, sometimes the essence of a person doesn't change. So the ignorance has already always been there. The the question is what caused that ignorance to come out. Come out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as far as like if a dude bad news, he done showed you signs that he bad news. Yeah. He done showed you signs he bad news. And people have told you in their own way he's bad news. Or there has been some type of ding, 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 ding. And sometimes it doesn't be the person that's mad. Sometimes you the blind one. That makes sense. Like Sometimes you, 
you don't want want to see the good, the good in that person somebody, so bad so bad to where mm-hmm. you are the one that's blind. ignoring it yeah. right mm-hmm. so you know i guess it kind of can go both ways it kind of can can be both ways yeah like you know sometimes you can it can yeah or you they got a good or you just trying to make it you trying to make that situation better you're trying, trying your heart. Yeah. Sometimes people feel like they can love people right. Mm-hmm. And it'll make them <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Change people. Right. They can, they can yeah. love people right. And sometimes it just don't see like that. But for a man who doesn't have any children and then you and him have a baby and then you find out that, oh my goodness, he is, this ain't what it is, you know, or whatever. He done showed you some type of selfish trait. A uh, lack of responsibility. Yes. Done. He done showed you some type of lack of responsibility. He done showed you some type of selfish act. But once again, like I said, he done showed you. It just was your choice not to see it. Because that's his essence. That's the essence of him. So, you know, that that's in his heart. You know, and nobody can change your heart but God. So, it's like... And that's my belief. I don't I don't know how nobody else feel about that, but you know, the Bible speaks a lot of the heart. You know, the Bible says, Come as you are. It's not about the outer appearance, it talks about the heart. So, you know, usually when a dude sideways like that, or even a woman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's oh, they can I yeah, got they, everything together. Right. I'm so perfect, I got everything. Right. <laughs> they be evil. Mm-hmm. The perfect ones, they be evil. So sometimes it can be, and then sometimes you have triggers. Mm. People have things that's in the back that they don't put behind mm-hmm. them, and then mm-hmm. something happens to trigger mm-hmm. that. Yep. Trigger that um, that reaction. Right. So I mean, it can be, it can be a lot of stuff. Like you just, you just don't know. So what do you think? Getting on the article that you brought up triggered that man. <laughs> so I found an article. I was strolling Facebook. Oh my god! And the article talks about a Florida man who stole an engagement ring from the girlfriend to give to the fiance. So <laughs> my so thing, his girlfriend. He stole right. his girlfriend's ring, engagement ring. And gave it to his fiance. So I don't know if the girlfriend had purchased the ring because they were supposed to get married or what. I don't know. But he obviously had proposed to somebody else and he gave that girl, that girl, the the actual ring. So I, and get this this man is 48 years old. (laughs) This ain't a young man. This is an old. Now he childish for that. Yes. He real childish. He done told one woman his name Joe Brown <laughs> and the other woman his name Marcus Brown. Oh, he a scammer. Right. Right. Exactly. Because he, neither woman knew his real name. His last name was Davis. Joseph Davis is his name. So, you know, it's what what were you doing? What were you <laughs> what were you thinking? Like, I mean, and this has been going on. One woman he met in 2015 and another one, the other woman he met in 2016. So you've been living this double mm, life. All this time. 
Like, and then they don't stay in the same city. Oh, well, that makes, yeah. They don't stay in the same city. It says he maintained relationships with a girlfriend in Orange City and a fiance in Orlando. So they didn't stay that far apart, but they didn't stay in the same area. Crazy. That's ridiculous. Like, how did the audacity? The girlfriend says she discovered Davis was engaged to the other woman. See, social media? Mm-hmm. <laughs> when she looked her up on social media and saw she was wearing a ring and wedding band that were similar to her own. When she checked her jewelry box, the rings as well as other items were gone. So you just done... You just done had a field day. The girlfriend contacted the fiance, and the fiance had no problem returning the items to her. Shout out to her. Right, but the gall. Like the as as my husband said, the audacity. <laughs> like you had the audacity to do that. I mean, if you're gonna live the double life, at least live a whole full double life. Yeah, you can't be you can't that costs Right, that's too much money. You know, in the in the seventies, sixties, and seventies, that was heavy. Men had double lives. Oh yeah, all the time. Like <laughs> my uncle had a whole family around the corner. I think they lived on Thirty Fifth Street, and he lived on Thirtieth Street. My mom found out when she was working at Vistacon. The lady say her last name was. God. She was like, "Your last name God? Cause who your daddy?" Da, 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 da. Dad and my uncle, <laughs> you know, so it's like, oh my gosh, we first cousins. <laughs> Come to find out, the whole time, whole life around the corner. So you know, it's Not around the corner. Around the, my granddaddy, <laughs> right around the corner. My granddaddy, <laughs> my grandparents lived on Florida. The other woman lived off Cleveland. Oh my god! Excuse <laughs> me, off Long Creek. Around the corner. Like, <laughs> what you, right. I can't. He done been shot behind this and everything. Like, oh, and my man. grandma, and then the, the caliber women were different then. My grandma stayed with him. Helped him wait, raise those, those out of wedlock but children. Right. <laughs> she helped him. Like, she, oh, like, those children called her mom. And they were, my grandmother only had one natural child, and that was my daddy. My granddaddy had a whole slew of children. Like, he only had a couple that was older than my dad, but he had four that was younger than him. Like, bro, what was you doing? Oh, well, we know what he was doing. Right. He had, like, four that was younger than my dad. So, it was, I don't know, like, the the time frame was different back then. Like, now, there's a... Can't be doing it like I don't know. Now people kill you behind that I'm stuff. I'm telling you, they drop you. Like this was a <laughs> how ironic, but this had a good ending. Like, bro, you still living? Right. Like you haven't watched Snapped? <laughs> so like, that's the problem. It's been going on for years. Yes, it's been meant. <laughs> it's nature, right? Nature versus nurture. <laughs> so somebody get nurtured somewhere that you think like you actually think that that is it's okay. It's okay. Like first off, how your brain juggle? Like you ain't slipping, say the wrong name. Yeah. Like you ain't 
You ain't mess around and said Becky. Oh, I mean Susan. Like you ain't do none of that. Everybody been. <laughs> right. Everybody got the same name. Yeah. You know, uh, Tyler Perry said you better watch out for uh the men that be calling you Bay all the time. They don't remember your name. They just call you Bay because it's convenient. That's too much, too. Man. Women is a lot, and I'm a woman. Women are a lot. But some aren't, and I think that's how they can live the double life. You know that some aren't a lot. And I think that's why men tend to go towards the people that aren't a lot. Like, she don't require shit of me. She don't require me to man up, pay no bills, do anything, do anything. So I'm going to go with her. She let me give any excuse. Like, so I'm going to go right over here. They're so stupid, they forget that once that woman gets you, guess what she's going to start wanting from you eventually? She gonna get sick and tired of that. And then, it's like... Unfortunately, these new age women ain't gonna get tired of it. They just gonna keep doing subliminal you know, social media. Um, <laughs> That's it. The, <laughs> on the Jasmine Sullivan TV, shouts out to Jasmine Sullivan Hotels, uh, there's a snippet in there where a young lady is talking about that. She was willing to give up everything, you know, because he was putting it down. Like, some women... Especially older women, like they ain't had no good D. Give me sugar, mama. <laughs> they ain't had no good D, and then a young buck come and take them to the highest of the heights, and they'll sell their soul. Like, cause he putting it down. Like they totally forget that. Baby, it's a reality out here. Like you Oh, um, what that movie else they just had. Ashtray bitch. <laughs> yeah. Grace. Yeah. So yeah. Grace. The Grace movie, yeah. Older woman. You know. But see she once again, them older women, they crazy. You seen what happened to him? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got your ashtray dog. You know. So there's there's a there's a thing, but like you said, these new age women is these new age girls, because they're not women. Correct. You know, it's, it's sad. Like, gone with your car. My husband told me <laughs> that, yeah, he would have took my years, you know, when he was back in the time, whatever. He would have took my car and then gone, dropped me off. Bruh, I would have reported my car stolen. <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that. It wouldn't work like that. You would be going to J A I L because he stole my car. He took my, and then I would have put a little bit of Larry seasoning on it. I tried to keep him from taking my keys, and he took them. He pushed anyway. me and took my keys. Yeah, you going to jail, sir? Not the seasoning. You're not finna. Mm-mm, you're not finna take my stuff. No, and be gone all day in my vehicle. That and that happened to me. Like, you told me you was going for a job interview. And I said, well, okay, then you could use my vehicle to go for a job interview and bring me my car right back because I got to go to work. I don't know if he missed that. I got to go to work or what. But I reported my car stolen. He was arrested. Like, no, you're not going to do no stuff like that. I, you just, no, we're not, we're not going to do that. Like it, it's it's nothing is that good. I'm sorry, it's nothing, nothing is, nothing is that good to make, to make me be like, oh yeah, you could take my car and be gone, and you could just sit your butt on my couch and do nothing, and 
No, it can't. It can't be that way. It won't be that way. You know the the double the double life situation is like, and like Nunu said, like it it can be a thing of okay, this woman let me do this. There's some type of benefit from each one. There's some type of this woman allows me to do this, but doesn't allow me to do this. But this woman allows me to do what she won't allow me to do. Yeah. So I got pretty much the best of both worlds. But God darn, you ain't whoa high. Like you 48 years old. Your stamina ain't that great, sir. <laughs> like you, your, your, your stamina. Your soldiers may still march, but they take a little minute to get up. I think sometimes it just be vulnerability for for women. If it's somebody, and low self esteem, right? If it's somebody there telling you everything you want to hear, right there spending time with you, you're not alone. It's women that really have a problem with being alone. I've been big and black all my life. I it ain't that much. It it ain't that much. But I need like, my that ain't time. me. I need to retard. I need to get my thoughts together. <laughs> I need my space. <laughs> like I, it's just, Jesus. it's just like I don't know. It's just certain things that you can't. I don't know. I just ain't never been been that one. I suffered from low low self esteem when I was in school. Mm-hmm. Hell, when it didn't matter to, to me really, but you know, as I got older and things of that nature, I had my son at fifteen or whatever, but. When I had my son, it was like, dang, I ain't got to go down from here because I got a baby at 15. You know, I still went to my prom. I still went to the football games. I still was involved in softball. I played softball all high school, all middle school. I played softball. You know, I just, I've always been, I had always been um, active. So, you know, it was just, it was just those, th- just something that's why I played pop one. I played pop one of all. You know, those are things that I I did and I thoroughly enjoyed even after I had my baby. Like certain like a lot of people didn't agree with my mom because she still allowed me to be a teenager. But I was had a baby, but I still was busting out A's and B's in school. I mean Same. I was busting out A's and B's like it wasn't nothing. Like I was going to I started out at Paxton School for the Advanced Studies when they changed it. And my caseload just had gotten a little harder. So my mom transferred me to Stanton. I still was busting my grades down. Senior year, I wanted an easy year. My mom transferred me over to the First Coast because I had them taking all my hard classes. Shout out to First Coast. Yeah, shout out to the Bucks. Good old Bucks. That's where just, I graduated from. I don't... <laughs> It didn't matter where I graduated from. Just sign the form. That's why. That's all I, say, I want you to when do. I say sign gra- my. That's what I'm saying. Graduated. <laughs> meaning I didn't get a. What is it? Pass the completion. They yeah. Give you mm-hmm. No. Graduated. No. With a diploma. Yeah. Just sign the bottom. I ain't care who signed. Just sign it. Just say I got the D. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's my problem. Maybe why I'm so like still to this day, like I'm in a shell, like I'm still pretty shy, like not outspoken, because I had my son, my twelfth grade year, and I shut down everything. I didn't go to any events. I didn't go to nothing because I'm like I had a child. I got to be a mother. Like I don't, have, I can't do this right now. I have to focus on my child. And I think because I let myself that way, I'm still dealing with that in adulthood. Of I have to be a mother. You can't be going out. You can't be 
doing this, saying that, posting this, doing this. And it's giving me nothing but anxiety. <laughs> because now I feel like like this. And it's like, you can relax. Calm down. It's not all about being a mother. You can have you some you time, some fun time. You can have fun. Like, you right. can still, it's a balance. And I'm literally just learning that. Right. I, um, my mom didn't allow me to forget that I was a teenager. She didn't. My mom was opposite. Yeah, she didn't allow me to forget that I still was young. She didn't she didn't allow me to do that. Long as my son was taken care of, she didn't mind keeping an eye out for him. But my mom could probably count on both of her hands how many times I have went to her and said, Can you watch him while I go do this, that or whatever? My baby was ten months old going to the football games with me, you know. Those are those are things that I did with with him. Like I um I just it wasn't a thing of oh well she doing this so we keeping the bed. It wasn't never that never that, you know, like just going to the mall or with friends or something and I, I took my baby. Like I just that was my thing. I'm still his mom, but my mom allowed me to be that be that teenager. Mm-hmm. She did. I just had extra responsibility that I that she required me to have done. Bottles fixed, uh, baby fed, you know, I would get my baby situated and everything. And then that was my study time. My son was on a schedule, so I knew his schedule. So when he went down for his little hour evening nap, that was my time to start on my homework, get that stuff situated. By the time he got up, it was um, get him dinner or whatever. My dad was heavily involved, like heavily, heavily involved. I don't even remember really getting up in the middle of the night. My dad did that. Like he, and even with my grandsons now, my dad is the hands-on person. Like he's very involved with them. So I just, I don't know nothing. I, I don't know. Like my mom, them allowed me to be who I was. They, they just allowed that. Um, so I don't know. It's just, I guess it comes about, like you said, balance. And even now, I'm, I'm very cautious. And that's what I try to tell younger people. Like you need to be mindful of what you do on social media. Like who's somebody mama? Like kids, little kids have Facebook pages. Like, you know, you, you gotta be mindful of certain things that my son 22 I'm still pretty mindful about what I post on my page I'm mindful about what I share on my page not only because my son is 22 but because I of the caliber of Facebook circle that I have I'm kind of cautious of the things that I share on my page or anything yeah my page but still I respect my integrity so I'm, I'm very, very cautious of the things that I post on Facebook, things that I share. It'd be certain stuff that I'd be wanting to share, but the language be so rough. I'd be like, God, wait. Recently, like within the past month, I have to say that I used to be that way. And I'm telling myself not to be that way because it causes a lot of like, that's basically saying you can't be you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if y'all can't accept me how I am, then y'all are just not for me. Right. If y'all can't accept the fact, because there's people that's Cardi B. I love her to death. The reason why I love her to death is because no matter where she at, what she doing, she's her. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's just her. Like there's no, there's no is. She's professional, but she's her. Like she's gonna say something stupid out her mouth, no matter what she's doing. A radio <laughs> interview show, it don't matter. She's gonna say something stupid out her mouth. <clears throat> that's her. And look how many people love her. I shouldn't have to say, oh, I can't cuss around this person. I can't post this because this person's watching because that doesn't stop what's internally. Right. If I'm, if God, if you ain't God, you don't have no right type of, you can't tell me what to, how I should or what I shouldn't do just because you sin differently because we all sin. Right. <laughs> you just do it differently. I, um, I don't know. Like I said, for me, it's integrity. So it's not even too much of everybody else. But if I say one thing, I try to make sure that my life displays the same thing. Rather it's social media or whatever it is. Yes, I do indulge in certain things. So what? That don't mean I got to tell everybody. If that makes sense. That don't don't mean I got to... I'm still me. But I got to let you know. That's what I'm doing. You know, I went to an event on Sunday. I just took a picture. But I didn't take pictures of what was around, you know, or whatever. It was a picture of me and my husband. We out. Only the closest people or people that wasn't or people that was there at the event know where I was. Where you was, yeah. Right. So, you know, everything ain't for everybody. I was very particular about who I told about doing the podcast. Yeah. Very particular about it. Because I don't need... That negative energy. I don't need anybody trying to diminish what's mm-hmm. trying to be held. Because I knew yeah. the vision that I saw if I was going to actually do a podcast. Or I already knew what what I saw. Mm-hmm. And that you can have a podcast, podcast be very interesting and everything. But still be tactful and still be clean. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I that was my biggest thing. Tactfulness. You know, let's be tactful. Because I want to, I want the podcast to reach... Everybody, just right. not a certain group of group people. Of people I want it yeah. to be well rounded. Yeah. So, you know, with that, with all of that, with all of that being said, I want to talk about your circle. People in your circle. Um, there was a picture that I saw of Tupac, and in that picture was the picture of the person who shot and robbed him. Um a picture in that picture also was the person who allegedly set him up to be killed. And another person that was in the picture was the woman who accused him of rape. And with all of that being said, did he know that those people were trifling? You know, do you know who's in your circle that may be of questionable nature? Mm-hmm. You know, do you, are you certain of your people in your circle? Do you have constituents in your circle? Do you have people that's ride or die for you? Who is in that central part of your circle? Mm-hmm. Um, I have always been, like I said, to myself, shy and like not outspoken, so... I have always literally only had one or two friends. Mm-hmm. Always kept it that way. You can never say that. I oh, should hang out with everybody, anybody, because it's never been that way. Mm-hmm. And my mom has always taught me that in the household. Um, you know, be careful who you hang out with or 
you know, or you know how mamas are. I don't like her. I don't know what I can't put my finger on. This show I'll always end up being right or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have always just really kept it to one or two people mm-hmm. that is I would consider best friend, friend, be my best friend, ride or die. You know all my secrets. If I was a die today, you know everything type. Because mm-hmm. um, you, you can't trust people. You never know their intentions mm-hmm. on on things. Now I am glad to say that I haven't ever been in a predicament where anybody has ever been able to set me up like such because I don't open up enough for somebody to be able to do that to me. Mm-hmm. But so yeah, cool ass kid. Cool ass kid. Yeah, I keep it real cool. <laughs> I keep it real cool. Um, I got two friends. And, yeah. They gonna make sure they push me out of the way of a book. They gonna get grazed. I'm out of here about it, but I know it's going down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and so, yeah. I keep it small and tight just to be sure that I can keep a feel on what it really is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't exactly. juggle too much at one time. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Too many different personalities to be worrying about, and you know, eh, I'm cool. It literally takes me with, especially with females, one small thing, and I'm like, nope, can't do it. Can't even see myself sitting here having a heart to heart with you. Right. Just off of something small you said or something, just I'd be like, Mm-mm, that ain't it. We not doing this. Right. We not doing this. <laughs> I'm not even friendly enough to really gain on those friends. Yeah, that too. That too. You're not funny at all. I mean, I'll speak and all that. No. Um, I'll, she I'll looking speak. at you like you're stupid. I will speak. I will speak. Um, um, I don't got my way to speak though. If I don't see me, I'll see you. <laughs> we just leave I've been like burnt so many times. So my, my circle now is very, very small. So if there's something personable happening to me, there's two people I'm calling. So would you consider yourself friendly? I am. I'm very friendly. Um, Why? But everybody's not my friend, if that makes sense. Um, I'm not that person to say, oh, that's my friend, or whatever. But I am that person to be like, hey, how you doing, or whatever. I'm one of those type of people you meet that never meets a stranger. I'm just, I'm just that type of person. But that's a one-time thing. Because at that point, I, you've already shown me within the first 15, 20 minutes of that conversation, you've already shown me that, no, I cannot be in your, um, I can't be in your, uh, you can't be in my circle. But I didn't always know that. I didn't always know that. Yeah. I, I, I. Uh, when I did have a larger circle, it was uh, like f- with friends from, you know what I'm saying, school, grew up, you know what I'm saying, together mm-hmm. and everything like that. And um, it, even then, it was, you know, not that big. <laughs> you know, it was still two, three, you know, maybe four. But it's, you know, one of the things were. It grow apart, you know what right? I mean? And it it ain't no no beef or nothing like that. Cause you just recently had that, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, my circle doing up down pretty, 
pretty small from what it was. Um, but it ain't no hard feelings, you know what I'm saying? I ain't mad. Nothing is what it is, you know? Now, I have had situations where um, I guess you're just being a female's talk. That's just, just what happens. You're on the phone with your friend. You you talk, and now the next subject come up, the next subject come up. And if I happen to be the subject, then conversations would go on from there. But I feel like the type of person I am, I always tend to treat people how I want to be treated. And if I consider you my best friend or my friend, period, a person can't come talking to me about you. Right. Immediately when the conversation starts, we're not going to do that. I'm going right. to let you know right now. I don't care what you got to say, what you got to be told. We're not going to talk about her. So you want to talk about something else? Because she's not going to be the topic. See, I'm, and I'm, I'm, you told her? You call her and tell because right. we can call her now. We, we can get see, all this straight right now. Right. Um, <clears throat> I, my circle is, <laughs> be honest, my circle consists of my husband, my parents, my grandsons, my son, Key, and Todd, and now you, pretty much. Like, my Daily, daily circle. Right. I have a best friend. We don't talk every day. We may talk once a month, but when we do talk, it's like we never missed a moment. M- missed a beat. That's me and my best. Um, friend. I couldn't dare go a month. Yeah. We don't go a month. No, no, no. You're not understanding. Dare go. Uh, yeah. We don't. If if they don't see days. each other within two, three days, he's like, "Where you at? What you doing?" <laughs> Why you ain't been by here, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> One, we can go a week or two without saying nothing, and we don't switch each other. We know it's that. We know right. at any moment I call her, she call me. It don't matter what it is, what time, what nothing. And I have another one where if she go 24 hours without talking to me, she, well, bitch, where you been at? Because right. I feel like I haven't talked to you in a week. And it's like, you just talked to me like yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. It was just yesterday. Just relax. <laughs> Calm down. I, I'm the same um, way with her, though. <laughs> I am, I don't know. My circle is just because I know me. I have been, like I said, and I keep saying, I've been burnt so many times. I've. I get people involved in my life. I pull them close. And my weakness used to be single moms. Mm-hmm. Single moms. I like it's like they they're drawn to me. Mm-hmm. And then finally had just got to the point I'm so drained that I can't even focus on what I got going on because I'm too busy trying to help you. Or I'm too busy trying to do this for you. Or I'm no. I gotta <clears throat> at some point I gotta stop. Right. So, you know, it's just that I, um, so now it's got to, me, my personality, my husband's personality, it's enough for me to deal with. Like, <laughs> right. I, I just, my brain be hurting. Like, cause I, I just have to, I just have to be, and then I've, I've even had moments where I've tried to add people to my circle mm-hmm. because they are. In the same situation as me and my husband. They're married. Mm-hmm. They're young. You know, whatever. They like it. And it, it died down every time. Like, it's just like... Go away. Yeah, it's like... Oh, I th- you know, I, oh, I thought we was going to be... And come... 
we ain't sugar on iced tea. We it ain't it ain't nothing, you know, whatever. So it just got to the point, you know what? I just be hunky door with just me and my husband. I ain't gotta add nobody to this couple circle or whatever like that. You know, sometimes I be wanting it to be <clears throat> excuse me, where I'm closer to my family than I am to outside people. Mm-hmm. I have siblings that I'm not close to and sometimes it bothers me because they're doing things with outside people that I wish that me and them could do but then too I have to remember that sometimes it's just it's just the blood the blood just makes you siblings it doesn't make you fam Mm -hmm. you know people get that word family all mixed up with relation it's not the same it's not the same. I have outside people that I consider family. More than your actual family. Than my actual family. It has nothing. The crazy part about it, it has nothing to do with trust. It's just the love and the that, that mm-hmm. I feel when those people are around. I know that I can call her for anything. Mm-hmm. I know that. I know I can call her. And just in the past month or so, she's really shown me that. I ain't even talking about the relationship between her and her. Just me and her. Um, so, just within the last, what, two or three months, Kiwi then came a little closer. Yeah. Like, you know, I can call her and say, hey, this, 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 this. Or, what you doing? Because we need to do this, this. Or, we need to get together, whatever. Like that. Because I have realized, hell, she ain't going nowhere. So, right. I, I can't beat them. Got to join them. So, what do we feel about your spouse or significant other having the opposite gender of friend? Like, how do you feel about that? Okay, this situation ain't shit. No, no, no. No, seriously, you know, some people frown upon that. that. Some people don't like that. Some people are just like, we're not doing that. But see, in this situation, situation, I'm not worried. Yeah. No, not y'all. Oh. Exactly. Oh, I'm asking that as a topic. Oh, as, like, as a general thing. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. <laughs> so, with that being said, um, no. My husband, it's going to be a total. No, it's a no for you? It's it's a no. For my husband, it would be a total. Oh, for you to no, have a male? Yeah. Uh-uh, no. No. You, no. Hell no. No. Mm-mm. It's a no. I, I, now, I have, I seen. So, there was a group that I was singing with and Eric is, Eric was considered, you know, my homeboy, my friend or whatever like that. And my husband never felt no type of way about him. I did competition. There was a young man that I had to do a duet with. My husband lost it. He had not straight attitude, straight attitude. Like long as, long as we was at the house practicing the songs or whatever, he was fine. When I tell you I made sure that my husband was okay with me doing this duet with this young man, and get this, it wasn't like it was no no strapping good. He was an old Pee Wee Herman squatty <laughs> little guy. Like it wasn't it wasn't Man. like I made for him. Like it wasn't anything. Kenny, you okay? You okay with this? You know, right. you, you good with this? Everything's straight? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
we get to the competition, it's a totally different attitude. So, no, like I, I can't, I can't. I mean, it's just, uh-uh, no, I just can't. All right, we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back with you. <laughs> that shit. Yeah. We back. <laughs> Mimi shot. <laughs> that crown here. Oh, boy. So, I remember what we was talking about before we left for that small little break. But, yes, I do. I remember that circle. That circle. Who's who's in your circle? Circle of trust. Like off of uh, Mika Parker. <clears throat> who's in that? <laughs> who's in that circle? Do you trust everybody in your circle or... Do you have anxiety about certain people in your circle? Uh, you know, sometimes we got people in our circle because they benefit. They, they're beneficial to us. Do you have people like that in your circle? I got to chime in on this because, okay, I, I kind of I thought about it for a second. And um, I got to piggyback on um, meeting new friends and stuff. And I am in the process of, you know what I'm saying, learning somebody that's a friend and everything. But... As you say, the anxiety of the people that you put in your circle is is there because <laughs> you have to make sure that what you know you adding into the circle off the right reasons and with the right mind and everything. You know what I'm saying? So it's just you no new friends. Yeah, <laughs> no new friends. Like I, cause every single time it doesn't last. I don't. I'm tired of adding people in my life. And they fall off. Like when the season change, they're not blossoming. Yeah. They falling off and they'll never grow. Like I don't, I'm sick of that. Like I'm over it. So it's almost like I want to do an application. <laughs> <laughs> what do you see yourself in five years? Do you still want to be my friend in five years? You know, like hell, do you still want to be my friend in six months? Uh, I, I, got, I got an application out there for a single best friend. I'm looking for one. <laughs> For those of you, my husband slapped her in the back of her head. <laughs> Tapped her real quick. <laughs> but um like I just people people don't come to stay anymore. People come to get what they can get out of you. They out of there. They either coming to steal your joy. <laughs> are they coming to add to your misery like you know when you meet good people it's like what's your motive <laughs> what you talking about Willis yeah. you know it's it's one of those it's one of those things okay met you doing business but then when I seen something out of your character I called wait a minute hold up that's not how she is. Like, I don't see that part of her. Let me call her. Not let me call her and check her, but let me call her and find out what's going on because that's not her character. Like, exposing things on... I know you to use your social media for what is you for is what it's supposed to be used for. So when I see personal business on social media, I, all, I automatically, hey, but that just comes from me watching your character. That just goes to show sometimes people watch you. People watch you, and then when I seen something out of your character, who knows for that moment you were supposed to come out of your character to build the relationship that is here now. Mm -hmm. So sometimes things happen in our life 
for a re- everything happens for a reason. Hey, psychology, whoo, that psychology class. Shouts out to Dr. Edwards. But you know that, you know, I'm learning that now, um, learning that nothing happens by coincidence. Everything happens for a reason. Everything has a purpose, you know, or whatever in in our lives. So we just have to be able to know, not even really know what that reason is. Just kind of follow the process. Go with the process. Deal. Yeah. Go. Just go with it. Like, you know, I I don't know, but I'm really, really conscientious about adding new people into my circle because my circle is so but I feel like it's it, it's a choice so you could do it at your leisure. You know what I'm saying? Do it at your own pace. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gotta really just off the rip put so much into trying to make this a friendship and everything. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. say just go with the flow to mm-hmm. see how 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 it, how it means out. You know what I'm saying? It may be one of them friendships that's a blue in the moon talk with, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, or whatever. But just because it come up, start off like that don't mean that, you know what I'm saying, that's a bad thing. Now, this may be that type of friend that, 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 that that's meant to be. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you, you yeah. got to look but at it. But do you call that a friend or do you call that an acquaintance or an associate? This can be a friend, though. Yeah, you this can, can be, be a friend. Just because you don't communicate so often don't mean that you can't be. Your commu- when you do communicate or when you when it is. Even if it is a new person? Huh? Even if it is a new person? I mean, I feel like. Yeah, I ain't got to yeah. talk to you so I often because that I, that's that's me not putting so much energy, energy into this into you, yeah. with the with the thought of a possibility this could be a letdown. You know what I'm saying? So like I say, I'm 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 controlling it. I'm the puppeteer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I I'm not what I put into this is what I want to put into this, right. and exactly. I'm putting what in there that and, I know I ain't gonna then, be too much. You have to think, and then you have to think. You never know what somebody has going on personally. Right, so I, I can't give you all my time and all my energy and everything that you're asking that's not what of I'm asking. me that's because what I'm asking. I, I have other things going on, so I yeah, can only talk I'm, to you once a week, and it not, may be only on Tuesdays or something. You know, I'm talking about the situation where we say we're friends, and someone says something about you. If you are my friend, you should know that that's a lie, cause that ain't that ain't even her. That ain't even her character. So you shouldn't push back from me. You shouldn't pull back from me. You shouldn't have to second guess me on nothing because we friends. We don't talk every day. We talk here and now. But it shouldn't be any pushback from our relationship because somebody lied on me. Because if you my friend, you know that person lied. And you need to check that person. Oh, okay. If she said that, let me call her because that's my friend. And she ain't going to feel no type of way about me calling her to get this jump straight. Because we friends. You know what I'm saying? My problem is, because I would do that, I expect somebody else to do me the same way. Right. That makes sense. how you want to be treated. That's so, you know, so it's, it's not, you know, it's not that. That person, she stepped back from me, but she's slowly coming back around. And I do. I miss my friend. Like, that was my homegirl. You know, I... I miss her. I understand her position. I get that. But that's me understanding her position because that's my friend. But at the same time, at the beginning of it, I felt some type of way because you pushed back from us. So I felt like that was done. Were you even really 
mm-hmm. my friend, mm-hmm. you know, that you had to push it. back from me like that. But then, too, I had to think about it. Just like you said, you don't know what people got going on. I don't know her past hurt with other people. So I had to take a moment and be like, I had to t- consider everything, not just what happened with us personally. I had to consider everything that she could have gone through and everything that I have been through. So I had, I've, I've been experienced with people that say they're my friend or us, we cool and we doing this, that, and the other. And then all of a sudden something happens or the season change and you change. But you got to say too, you know what I'm saying? You, you never really know people and how they, would re, how they re, react to certain situations sometimes until that yeah, situation that comes situation. up. You know what I'm saying? Right. You, you never know how somebody built until they, they put into the hot seat. You know what I mean? And... It's so the same vice versa. You know what I'm saying? You could talk and tell somebody how you was all day, but when when it's time to show that, you know what I'm saying, how, is it really being shown? You, you feel what I'm saying? So you got to take that into consideration too is you're going against the grain of what you're telling me how you is and stuff versus what I see when this stuff come up. Right. And I hear you keep saying you change when the season change, and some people are only seasonal. Right. Some people, and I have to, and we as people, human nature, Mm -hmm. we tend to try to hold on to things and people that's only supposed to be in your life for that moment. And And see, that's where my thing with the friend situation comes in. Those are not friends to me. Those are just lessons to me. Those are seasonal people. My, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't take the word friend lightly. Like, mm-hmm. when I love, I love hard. Like, can't nobody tell me wrong about you. Because I know you. I know when Keaton did, if somebody was to say something about you, I can. I know whether it's true or not. Like, I, I know that about her. I know if somebody said that she did this or she did that, I can tell you whether it's true or false because of her personality, because of how long I have been around her or what, seven, eight years almost like, <clears throat> yes, there has been separation in that time, in that time frame. but I have to be honest, she's never changed. She's always been that same person. Her, she has consistency and that's what I look at, look for in people. I look for consistency. So when I say, so no matter what her season is, it's still consistent. So she's, she stays within the plan. Mm-hmm. Like just her and my husband has moved us out of a time home. Just her and my husband. Like nobody else. Who else? Who else would he, you know, I'm nobody else. Right. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> But, but hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. Like I, where is he? So, yeah, consistency. I think people have a hard time with consistency. And honestly, to be honest, being consistent is not easy. (laughs) It's not easy. For two weeks, I may talk to you, and no, for a week, I may talk to you every day. 
that second week come around and you'll be like, I'm used to talking to her every day. Now where the hell? And I didn't realize that was too much for me as a person. And my anxiety's high. I did too much. I need to I need to back up a second. And so I can't be consistent anymore at that time. You know? But <laughs> if you communicate that and make that your new consistent of you know what I'm saying? The dial back version two, three times a week. It's still consistency. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it's just, you gotta be real about it. So. Yeah. Yeah. We, I, um, I think that's consistency is like almost vital to exist. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, you gotta be consistent. You consistently breathe, <laughs> you consistently go to work. Like consistency. No, this is true. Okay. Which, is why, which is why I said so But that's your way of survival. You're supposed to consistently supposed go to work to, to survive. But I just was saying that you walked off for a second. Oh. It's hard sometimes to be consistent. Because I know thinking of consistency thinks of you I think of everything. I need to be consistent in cooking dinner every night for my kids, washing their clothes, giving them baths doing my night care routine, all of that. I can't do that every day. I cannot be consistent in that. It's going to be some days we're going to order takeout, you're going to eat cereal, you're going to do something. I'm not going to cook every single night, every single night and not miss a night. I just cannot be that consistent. <laughs> right. It's just hard. It's hard to do stuff like that. So we got a special guest just walked in the building. Okay. Yes, we have Rollo in the building. Along with one of the owners of the Gunshine State Podcast Network. How we doing? Y'all really lit. How y'all doing? What's up? Pop a squat, pop a squat if you would like. Yeah, what is up? We're talking about consistency. Consistency? Yeah. What's, what's that? You've been consistent with your shows and your bookings and stuff. Shout out to you. Right. <laughs> you know, big gang shit. You know, yeah. So, yeah, we're talking about consistency, having consistency in your life. What What areas do you need to improve your consistency? We started out with knowing your circle, who's in your circle, and I was saying that you know, the biggest part of me for friendship is consistency. Are you showing me the same love that I'm showing you? Is it is it the same? Is the feeling mutual? But you got to be consistent in all in everything that you're doing. I just said that, you know, consistency is always almost vital. You got to be consistent in everything that you do in life. So, you know, how do you feel about consistency? Um, consistency is key. This is true. For me, consistency is kind of like loyalty. It's a must. Like you gotta have that in order to in order to succeed in life. Like without consistency, you ain't going nowhere. Cause how you going somewhere without being consistent with trying to get there? Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And reason why I say it's like loyalty is because you need both in order to move on in life. If you're not loyal to the people around you, how you expect to get where you're trying to go? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's kind of like those two go hand in hand for me, because you got to be consistently loyal to the people around you. Right. You know. Yeah. Mm. Right. Yeah, that's fire. You know. Right. <laughs> yeah. So consistency, consistently loyal to the people around you, 
but are those people that are around you just as consistent and loyal to you? Absolutely. You know that. Absolutely. You got to know that. Right. In order to succeed, again, everybody got to be on the same page and consistently loyal to each other in order to make it, especially when you got a team of people like with my shows right now, we got a team of guys that's been on the sh- that's been on every show together over the last three months, and we all <coughs> have to stay consistently loyal. That's why I'm here tonight because I gotta stay consistently loyal to them guys and make sure the same way they pull up for me, I pull up for them. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's a part of the game in order to win. So if you want to win, you got to have those two things, consistency and loyalty, to go together. Teamwork make dream work. Right. You feel me? <laughs> Teamwork make the dream work. Please, let If you say it. Because <laughs> your dream if may you not be everybody's dream. dream. Yeah. Oh, right. right. So your we finna, dream. We finna go up. We finna go in. <laughs> we finna go up. I feel like your dream don't have to be everybody else's dream. It could just be a person that's consistent and loyal with knowing what you want. And I'm here to help in any way that I can. Right. I'm not necessarily trying to follow your dream with you or make your dream my dream. Which brings us to the next point. Sometimes you outgrow people, but that don't mean that I want to see you eat. Correct. So, you know, that don't, that don't mean that we just ain't eating at the same table. Right. Right. So, but I still want to see you win. But I still want to see you win. I still want to see like, you win. And I'll still support, still support your dream. But my vision may be a little different. I'm over Absolutely. here. Absolutely. So I even may outgrow your vision. Or you may outgrow our vision. You know, or whatever. But hey, there's no hate here. Right. I want to see you win. I. It's a must to see you win because once we win, then we got more to put at the table right. together. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. You know, we there's more to put in at the table. So you know, sometimes people feel like when you outgrow them, y'all got to be enemies or it got to be B for. Them. Something like that. And then sometimes we have people that we were friends with who we know that we were liars, who they are liars, and they just for some reason got to be doing bigger and better things than you knowing, not realizing that I know that you're lying. I know you're not doing those things. Yeah, but that's part of loyalty, though. If like, you got a lot of your partner, you're not loyal. Mm-hmm. Right. If you got, like, if, if, if we are doing this podcast together, and I got a lot of you and tell you I got something else going on. Just so I don't got to come to the podcast, that's that's not loyalty. That's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to be loyal, you're going to tell the truth from start to finish until we outgrow that plan. Once that plan is outgrown, we move on. To the next plan. We move on to the next plan, and we go bigger and better. And that's my thing. Like, if you're going to be sometime here and then... When it's time for the big shit to come, you want to be, oh, what's up, what's up? Nah, that's not loyalty. That's not consistency either. That's a constituent. You feel me? Like, right. that, that, that's really, you You really what I would call, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, opportunist. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're kind of like an opportunist because when the big opportunities come, you're there. But when it's not big opportunities... You know where to be found. Right. When we perform them chitlin circuit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. But but see, a lot of people don't know the chitlin circuit really where it's at though. Right. Like for real, for real. Because that's where you're gonna make your most money at, is on the chitlin circuit. Mm-hmm. Because 
than the smaller places, and you guarantee to pack the venue out. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's a lot easier to do the Chitlin Circuit than it is to do these big-ass cities. But with you saying that, right? everybody don't know that, and everybody don't understand that. But if they, the people in your circle, if that has already been established, right. then yes. But <laughs> then you have those people that are on the outside looking at, oh, he's just singing in. You know, he's just performing in this little tiny club or whatever yeah. like that. You know, those people, like... I feel like this. I did Jack's Idol. When I did Jack's Idol... Which was fire, by the way. Which was fire, <laughs> by the way. You. I don't but, see how... We ain't gonna speak of it. We're not even gonna speak but of it. I did, but I did... I did Jack's Idol. And my thing was... I had people in Michigan supporting me more than I had people right, right here, here in yeah. the city where I live. Like, and my thing was, and still is, because I don't have this big vision to sell out an arena. I really don't. You know what my vision is? Literally, my new one is just to go perform on the tiny desk. That's my new one. I hadn't even shared that with my husband yet, but that's, that's my new thing. I want to go perform on the tiny desk. But my dream on performance... Tiny desk. Yes, listen. But my... my um. My dream performance was to sell out the House of Blues in Orlando. Oh yeah, that would be dope. Is it's intimate? <clears throat> like that's all. Like anytime that I think about performance, I think about intimacy. Right. Being able to connect chill with, with the, the people audience. and connect yeah. with the audience and think you can't do that in a big arena. You just cannot. you can't do it. Like I've always been like the biggest I would go is the Florida Theater. That 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 really depends on. You as an artist for real. Right. I was gonna say yeah. Because I know for me, like, as far as the show I, I've done big venues, I've done small venues. But when you really wanna connect with the people, you gonna connect with them. Right. Because that's just who you are. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So say, people act like they met Beyonce and they be all the way in the back, in the back, in the back, back. <laughs> yeah, they make you do, they make you do that too. Yeah. Right, yeah. but that that's what <laughs> comes. With, it comes with star power, right? You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not the biggest star in the world or nothing like that. But you talking about in the last six months, twenty plus shows. You know what I'm saying? Like over fifteen sold out crowds, like literally. I did maybe four or five shows with bigger artists. So you're talking about 15 shows with just my name doing numbers like that. Mm-hmm. But because I wanted to connect with those people, I wanted to shake those hands. It's a little bit different for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was my whole goal was to go there and shake those hands because you're here to see me. Right. you spending your money to come see me. I got to show you some kind of love. Right. I can't just stand on the stage and go crazy on the stage and expect you to feel like you connected with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you connected with my music, but you didn't connect with me. Right. So I want, I want to connect with you personally. So a lot of the times at shows, a lot of people feel like, and I got to get out of the habit of doing it, is I'll, I'll buy out the section. And I might sit in my section until it's time for me to perform. But then after the section, after I perform, I'll really shake hands. Because for me, it's like, I'm here for y'all. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I got to get out of the habit of not going straight back to the section because right. a lot of the times you don't know what people really be having on their mind. Right. So, but it's part of the game. It's all part of the game. Check this nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you know, a lot, a lot of people don't, 
She, the crazy part about it is a lot of people exactly. that take it. Hey, listen, man. I remember when you was. Uh, you know, yeah, go ahead and talk about it. When you, when you was. You was get that nigga five you feel in the parking lot. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I was. This nigga said, I, oh, I, "I buy the section, man." You, well, you know, <laughs> with, with money come a lot of different things. You know what I'm saying? When you mm. change and and you go about things a different way, you know what I'm saying? It, it, it's different. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people stay stagnant. They're not willing to research. They're not willing consistency. They're not willing to to research. They're not willing to stay on top of the 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 grind because they're not consistent enough. Like it all goes back to consistency. If you're not willing to do all that to get where you're trying to go, what's the point? You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm here to say it. Like, I don't just do music. I got a regular nine to five too. I work at night during the day is when I do music. Mm-hmm. So. The money that I make at my regular job is what pays the bills. Mm-hmm. What I make in the music industry is what I play with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I'll buy out a section and not worry about the money because I got two sources of income. Right. But that goes back to consistency. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to stay consistent at a regular job. I'm not too big for that. Right. A lot of people feel like once they get to a certain point, they're too big for it. No. Nah. You're never too big to have multiple sources of income. Right. Especially when you're not making a substantial amount of income from your main source. Right. Okay? Right. So, with all of that being said, um, when you look at all of the things that we have discussed tonight and um, on the podcast, I think the biggest thing is knowing your people, being conscientious of your people, being conscientious of them naturally as well as spiritually. Um, connection is with everything. Like you gotta, you gotta know. Because if you don't, I was I shared with them there was a picture of Tupac, and in that picture of Tupac was. Um, one of one of the people was the guy who robbed him and shot him. In the same picture was the person that allegedly set him up to be killed. And another person was the woman who accused him of rape. Right, yep. And they're all in the same picture. How do you know? And it comes back to me not to be extra spiritual, anything to anything of that nature. It all boils down for me is being able to discern spirits. Absolutely. And I had to learn. Once again, I'm my single mama. <laughs> I had to learn who was for me and who was there just because I know she loves children and I know she'll do anything for my child. Right. So let me keep her under my belt. And then when I do something you don't like, you snatch that child away from me and then I'm hurt. So I had to learn how to let that part of me go. Like I had to, I've, I've done very well. And I, I really believe that God gave me grandchildren to keep me from being hurt like that again. Because those, you can't take those away from me. You know, th- that's my that's my blood. You can't, you, you can't, and I, I've done too much. But, you know, people still can be ungrateful. But it, it doesn't, it just takes the, the knowing 
who is there for you at the same ratio you're there for them. Now, you can't expect people to have consistency and loyalty. And you ain't shit. Like you just you you can't you can't do it like you you fussing and complaining and this this is correct this is fast you can't you can't expect that from people like you just you just can't expect that from people and sometimes we as a people we have ass situations but want somebody we want to we want to eat but we don't want to bring nothing. Yeah, nah. Not only do you not want to bring anything, you don't want to take nothing either. Meaning, you don't want to take um, what word am I looking for? You don't want to take correction. You feel some type of way about conviction. Like when we all eating at the table, everybody don't cook with the same seasoning. Nah. You got to have some tough skin when everybody want to eat. Once again, it goes back to your circle. Can you trust those people in your circle to be able to correct with the same Respect that you would correct with. You can't talk to people any kind of way, and then expect people to be like, expect people to take it. Right. Like you, you can't do that. You, you can't do that. And then when they give you the same energy, you got beef. Like you mad. Nah, it's a problem. Yeah, it's a, it's an issue. But, you got to be able to take what you put out. Right. You got to be able, and that's every part of your life. You got to be able to take what you dish. Sometimes God, you know, everything, there's a thing, you know, in the Bible and everything, it says what goes around comes back around. But sometimes God gives you grace to pump that break. Sometimes he gives you grace in that area. I think five said it best, though. It's something my mama used to say, but you know what I'm saying? If you can't stand the heat, stay the fuck out the kitchen. Right. Right. That's just part of the game. If you can't take what you putting out, move the fuck out the way. Right. Move out the way. And give it to somebody else that can take it. You know what I'm saying? Please. <clears throat> like I don't I don't know. I, I just I am in a position in my life where I gotta have joy. I gotta have joy. I gotta have peace. And if you're not bringing that to my table, go about your own take. Do what you do. No problem. You can you can do it. It's no problem. But here, if you're not breaking that here, then we can't eat together. We can't break bread together. That's not something we can do. Like it just cannot be be done at all. But guess what? I ain't mad with you if your table if you're spread a little bigger than mine. Cause I don't know what you had to do to get that spread. I don't know. I don't know what you had. The dude to get that spread. I don't know what what trials you had to face to get the way you are. I don't know. So, with all of that being said, thanks for coming out with us. We appreciate you. Thank you for being a part, honey. Thank you so much, Mr. 305, Mr. Rollo. It has been great. It's your girl Mimi. And we signing out. Exactly. It's not enough, y'all.